Hi, my name is Lucas Pang, and I'm here to give you a quick interview with, te with a teacher at MIHS, Michael Hughes. Mr. Hughes teaches computer science at the high school and is the advisor for many clubs. I was looking around for some info on you, but I really couldn't find anything. That just, give that just gives us more to talk about, though. So uh, how are you doing in this weird quarantine time? Um, pretty good for the most part. It's been uh, busy, I think even more so than usual. Uh, biggest thing for those that don't know is I had my very first uh, daughter over the summer on July 29th. So thanks. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. But at the same time, it's definitely been um, it's been a good and a bad thing having, you know, the virtual you know school. Yeah. Good side is I can actually be home a lot more to you know take care or be with my wife and daughter. You know, yeah. that helps on the bad side. It's also like there's a lot more sleepless nights, you know, like going a lot longer. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'm having to recreate my courses, especially in what I'm teaching. Um, probably more so than some because it all relied on technology that we don't have anymore in the classrooms. So, yeah, it's um, kind of similar to that. As I, I would just want to talk about like the whole online school experience, especially for teachers, because like, as a student, I get that it's like super hard to teach. I would not want to teach during like this online time because it's like it's impossible to get all the kids' attention and do all that stuff. So, just like how how has the online school experience been for you? Um, like it's again mixed. I'm overall happy. Um, I think we're doing a good job and the results I'm seeing from my students are they're enjoying it, which is, I guess, my biggest thing as I want. Like I want to teach what I'm teaching at the same time. If they're not enjoying it, what's the really point of teaching it? Right. Like it's going to have a harder time for them to understand it or want to learn. So I'm yeah. getting good results overall back um, on the bad side. I know it's challenging for both sides. You know, like you mentioned for the teacher side of myself, I think the biggest things that I had is on the computer programming side, the computer science side, we're usually using computers to program. Well, now we have a lot of students that only have iPads and mm -hmm. it's really hard to program on an iPad. So I had to learn and create um, technology or resources online that they could program and it has to be online through a browser because iPad itself can't have a program to program. Yeah. You know, it's sort of as we've done it, but, um, and thankfully my students have very been open and adaptable because it was even the first thing I used, we actually, scrapped it, got rid of it because it was not working the way I wanted. And we went yep. to something else and there were some, you know, problems trying to keep going through this Avenue. Um, but they've done it really well. I've been very proud of them. Um, the engineering side is a lot harder Yeah, because unfortunately SolidWorks and those type of things, you're not running that on an iPad. Yeah, <laughs> like There's no way you are. Yeah. And they have a cloud-based version, um, but it's still to the point of trying to get the pay so we pay for the license. How does that work? Get through it. And we've only gotten the license about two weeks ago. Okay. Um, so what am I supposed to do when the whole course was on SolidWorks? Like yeah. order, we weren't able to do SolidWorks. So it's pretty crazy. Our, yeah. We did like a lot of background and history, which I do anyway, but then I had to create new assignments, you know, create the whole course over again, where we did stuff from home projects. They built like catapults, water filters, stuff like this instead, where they had to learn the engineering design process. And I emphasize that more. And now on the second quarter, we're finally going to be testing SolidWorks. And I'm sure there's going to be some bugs, especially trying to build stuff with your fingers. I think it's going to be a little hard, but we'll see. But overall, like I said, they're eager, they're learning. And I have to more commend the students because these classes, especially, are not what they were envisioned probably when they signed up. You know, yeah. They'd be using 3D printers. They'd be actually creating this stuff. And it's like, you can't now for a while. And so I'm glad at least a lot of them are still having fun. Um, but that's the one thing I realize as I'm trying to create materials, it's not what they're probably thinking initially. Yeah. It's really, it's really different. Cause I, I know that personally I'm taking a, like an online weightlifting class. 
and I just don't have weights at home. So we had to like find new ways to do it, figure it out, use like this different program to do it. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. I seen uh, one of my nephews literally created his own weight system by creating like logs. It was a cut up tree trunks and he actually cut the log to like a certain shape and then they cut a hole in the middle and they just have a wooden stick, like a big thick one going through these two wooden logs. And that's literally his bench press. It's weird. So that's pretty awesome. I like that idea. Um, and then kind of similar to this is, uh, is there any way students can make it easier for teachers during this like online time? How can we help you guys? Um, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, obviously I know some teachers that are struggling, you know, cause it's a lot of stuff in our time. I don't think the students always realize how much time we have on, um, behind the scenes between like meeting with parents, you know, the school, um, just all sorts of things that we have to do. And I know some that are having a hard time just trying to get meetings and stuff done, you know, through zoom, much less the grading and they're getting more and more behind, which is more of a, a challenge of, because we, we're only supposed to spend so much time on school. Right. Yeah, that's true. We want students to only spend so much time on homework, but it ends up sometimes being a lot more because we only know our single class compared to the rest. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a balancing act. And so, and that's something for teachers, I think, to have to learn how to do Yeah. on us. But for how students can help, I don't know. I think there's two different ways, really, for the biggest ones. One, as you mentioned in the beginning, the most danger that we have with students is just paying attention. It is so easy to be by yourself at home to be like, I want to watch this video. I want to. And, you know, there's so many different students are smart, you know, between putting up pictures that make them look like they're looking at your attention in Zoom call yeah. or just turning off the camera if it's allowed in a certain class and then yeah. doing something else. There's a lot of different ways. And it's so easy to do that when it's something's trying to grab your attention. And that's the hardest thing is so many things trying to grab our attention. That's true. And doing things. And so, but at the same time, it's, um, you lose out. And I always, yeah, I can always tell when that happens. Cause when the student's like, Oh, Mr. Hughes, what are we doing again? And it's like, cause all of a sudden what's selling as everyone else is starting to work on something or create something account, you know, yeah, we sort of know which ones are caught out, but, it's a danger and it's hard for them later on down the road. Um, but I also think teachers are just as responsible to try to create an engaging experience, to try to pull people in. You know what I mean? But yeah. it works both ways. It's not just one-sided. I think the other thing, uh, believe it or not, is for the kids to go off and do stuff for fun. You know, like if you're sitting there always staring at a screen and doing your homework, you don't want to be staring at a screen, no matter how entertaining a teacher's trying to make it, you're either going to be too tired to care. That's true tired, you get a headache, eye strain, all the different stuff. So the one thing I can say is try to balance your life a little again, get out, have some fun, exercise, do something exercise. Even if it's just walking, um, do some hobby that doesn't involve a computer screen. So that way you give yourself that break. So it becomes a little bit more, not as the same thing constantly. Okay. Yeah. Um, it probably makes you happier. So I think those are the two biggest things I'd say for students to be like, you know, don't be completely on the screen all the time take a break, do some more stuff for fun. And then um, basically I said, take a break. And the other one is then pay attention in class or try to make that. And if you have a hard time doing that, the one thing I can say is notes. You need to used to taking notes or you think you don't need to. It's not the fact of needing it. It's the fact of actually sitting there and taking notes means you're actively doing something to pay attention and it keeps your mind engaged. So yeah, I think those are probably the two biggest ones I can think of. Yeah, those are all really good tips. So for all our listeners, definitely try to do that, especially if you're a kid in school, just make sure to meet those goals, pay attention to your teachers, and uh, definitely don't spend all your time on Zoom like, or just being on your laptop or whatever you're doing. Just get some offline time. 
And then, so uh, for my last question, uh, I know you're, I think you're an advisor for like a lot of clubs, right? Like robotics. And, I think I'm up, not robotics, but I'm up to six clubs at this point. <laughs> oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. So then is. how is um, online learning affecting the clubs? They've only, I started rolling them out like one at a time, not like um, all at the exact same time. And it was hard in the beginning to try to figure out that out. And to be honest, um, I'm getting most of the clubs done through the students. You know, like I'm, students are taking more of a front role of making them work because it's impossible for me. Literally, it's impossible for me to be doing all this new coursework and do all this and be concentrating so much on my clubs. And so they're still running. Um, we have the cybersecurity club. We have a music production club that started this year, the DJ club. We have the, um, the coding club, which is continuing. We're trying to work with a, a competition. Um, oh, that's cool. Girls Who Code Club, which is, uh, again, another national club affiliation, which has been doing excellent, by the way. If you're a woman that wants to STEM with coding, I highly suggest it. I think they have anywhere from around 12 to 20 right now, um, part of that club program. So that's five. What else am I missing? I'm missing the Rocketry Club. So we also have oh, a- Oh, I like that. That's cool. That sounds cool. That they're also doing a challenge. I guess they're trying to do some type of challenge that does it. Um, but yeah, I pretty much have them Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays is dividing up my time to make it so it's feasible during office hours. And I just created basically breakout rooms. And so each club has their own breakout room. And I try to at least have each one meet once a week. And then they can always come at other times. And one nice tip too is um, I'm using the groups in Schoology. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, has a group in Schoology. And then members can sort of participate or, you know, make sure to join. And that way they can get like information and news through those uh, Schoology groups. So um, some of them have just started this last two weeks because, like I said, I slowly ramped them up. And um, and like I said, since I left on the students, I don't think some of them still have to give like their officers to the ASB club and that stuff. I'm really keeping that responsibility on them. And yeah. so I let them, let them know. And I think that's good because it's showing that growth, you know, for them. But I have to say, I'm, I'm really proud of every single one. They've We've always have a couple that are really trying to push it and making it grow. And so I have to give all the credit to the students, you know, on these clubs. The only reason I can even do one, much less six. So, but still, but still major props to you. Six, six clubs is not not something uh, to laugh at. It's a lot of clubs to manage. It's, and using like said, it's, hours. It's students, I have to give all the credit right back to them. So, uh, for all those out there listening or know those people, in those clubs, um, it's you guys that are actually making most of these work. I'm assuming it's probably the same in most clubs. That's awesome. Okay, so that that I think that wraps it up for uh, my interview with uh, Mr. Hughes. So yeah, I think that's about it. <laughs>